Doctor. I'm a Time Lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Castelbert. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. You might be a Doctor, but I am... I'm a doctor. That's probably not the one you expect. Absolutely fantastic. All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will. Where do you want to start? Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Bleh, let me start. Again. It's hard, isn't it? It's tricky. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You all laugh at me every week. Mindset. Mindset. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bigger on the Inside of a New Who Doctor Who Watch Long Podcast. I'm Harry, and we are joined today by my main host, Tim. Hello. I thought I'd give Harry the option to uh, start the episode, because I always mess it up, but it's tricky, isn't it? It's a tricky sentence to get out. It is tricky, and I feel like I probably messed it up somehow. Um... (laughs) Every time I say it, I'm like, am I just just saying, like, what sounds? Am I actually saying anything? Am I just going, whoop, 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 whoop? I mean, I'm lucky because I've just spent like a whole like, I think it was at least four hours in a drama studio just like learning how to like deliver like monologues. So <laughs> I've got kind of actor talking in my system right now. Oh, lovely! I, I've got I've got super noodles in my system right now. So we're gonna do a um, a series thirteen prediction video. Oh, my Siri just went off. That's my Siri gone off. We're going to do a series 13... Oh, it's, it doesn't like that word. My Siri keeps going off. Let me unplug. There we go. We're going to do our series 13 prediction video. Something that was teased many months ago where Harry refused to tell us what his um, thoughts on the Joe Martin doctor was and he says he was going to save him for this video. Now that could have been so long ago. We generally have no idea because we're recording these videos straight after each other. But I know there will be at least a month between these two videos going up. Yeah, I bet like by the time that this actually comes out, there will have been like an actual teaser or something for the Christmas special at least released, and suddenly this will be like horrendously dated. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, might have to uh, might have to move it up a little bit. So let's uh, start. What? Let's start with you. You tell us. I know you've listed some of your predictions. I have nine predictions total. Oh, well, go for it, go for it, go for it. Yep. So, prediction number one for series 13, and this includes the Christmas special, but I'm thinking of it all as season 13, series 13. Mm. No master. (gasps) I don't think we're going to see the master. How come? Um, Well, the kind of... um, So far in New Who, we have not had the master in two series in a row like yeah. john sim appeared in, in series 13 he didn't appear in series um no he didn't appear in series three he he appeared in the uh, let me start this again so for example john sim he appeared in series three didn't appear in series four came back for the specials um yeah. similarly missy um played by michelle gomez is it michelle gomez yeah it is yeah Okay, good. Um, Missy, played by Michelle Gomez, appeared in Series 8. Uh, didn't appear in Series 9. Oh, wait, she did appear in Series 9. Yeah, no, yeah, I was waiting for you to catch on to that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... Oh, oh God. Okay. Um, well, um, that's that for our window, but Moffat really liked Missy. Um, I was going to say, like, but, Missy was in almost every series. Yeah, she was like in every Capaldi series now, I think about. I didn't even... 
consider that. <laughs> um, well, um, you can uh, ignore this argument, but basically, I think because the master, played by Sasha Dowen, was the main villain of series 12, and I think he was brilliant in it, I absolutely loved his master. He's my favorite <laughs> New Who master, yeah. actually. Um, but because he was like the main villain and he was the one who was kind of his words and what he did to Galvray was the one was tormenting the 13th Doctor throughout. I feel like they're going to give him a break for this one. I think yeah. they might do something similar to David Tennant and bring him back for maybe Jodie's last story or maybe not. We'll, we'll see. It depends how long Jodie's around for. Um, I feel like... Hmm. I'm not sure, but um, I feel like he will for be now, there. I I'm feel s- like he might be in the next series, maybe because I, I feel, feel like it would be hard is- to yeah. do a series on the repercussions of last series without including him. I feel like even okay, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I'm going to revise what I said slightly then. So even if we don't. If we, if we do see him, I feel like we'll only see him once yes. we'll say the finale. I don't yeah, think yeah. he's going to be a recurring villain in the same way that he was in Series 12. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So what's next on your list? What else have you got? My next prediction is the return of the Silurians. Ooh. Um, I feel like, obviously, um, Chibnall's actually the one who reintroduced the Silurians in New Who back in yeah. Series 5. And I reckon now um, they're starting to bring back, they've brought back all the, uh, you know, the three iconic um, Doctor Who villains, the Daleks, the Cybermen, and um, the Master. I feel like the Silurians, in a way, are kind of Chibnall's kind of New Who baby. Yeah. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he decided to bring them back. I'd like to see the return of the Sea Devils. Who are the Sea Devils? The Sea Devils are are a Pertwee um, monster. You will recognise them if you were to give them a Googs. You would recognise them. There was rumours they were going to appear in the last series, but they didn't. Ah, right, I see. Also, it's... I think it's this year is 50 years of... Dear me, this is the problem with me is I can never remember the damn episode name of an episode. I can only ever remember the uh, the actual plot as the master and the autons together in one story. And, oh, interesting! Uh, it's fifty years of that. So if I know Sean Pertwee, um, John Pertwee's son said he would love to see um, them sort of bring those two characters back. That's interesting. I didn't even think of bring back the Autons, because we haven't seen the Autons since Rose, have we? No, we haven't, no. No. Maybe. Maybe they'll bring the Autons back. Do you think, because we've had the Master last series, do you think we'll have um, Davros this series, or do you think that's needs to be held off a little bit? I feel like they've kind of set a pattern of the Daleks appearing at, like, holiday specials. I feel like I feel like they'll save Davros for, say, potentially a third holiday special yeah. if there is if Jody gets one. Yeah, okay. So what's your next point, Harry? My next prediction 
is Captain Jack meets Jody. Yeah, I think no, this is a pretty obvious one. Yeah, yeah. I think this is probably the safest of my predictions. Is this a Christmas uh, prediction? I think it could happen at Christmas or during the series. Either way, it would be a great treat. Um, it's been set up. It's been teased. Um, like kind of one of my favorite bits from Jack in Fugitive Jadoon was when he was told um, that the dog is a woman now, and he just got the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to be a Christmas. I think it's going to be Christmas. I've heard rumours that he breaks Jodie out of the Jadoon prison that she's been put on. You know, when she's, you know, ends with her looking out the window that Jack's going to be the one to break her out. Yeah. I'd be very excited to see that. Yeah. I'm just excited to see exactly how he interacts with her. And I'm interested to see how the 13th Doctor interacts because, like, obviously... Um, we haven't seen her interact with any of her old companions or old friends. She no, hasn't met no. anyone. Yeah, and kind of the question on my lips is kind of because obviously Jack is going to flirt with the Thirty Doctor. The question <laughs> is, will she flirt back, or will she kind of do something similar to Eccleston and kind of um, roll her eyes a bit? No, yeah, I agree. Oh, I don't know. I feel like the Doctor has never been one to. Resuscitate, uh, sorry, not resuscitate, to sort of feed back on Jack's flirts. So I can't imagine maybe just because there's a gender swap that would happen because at the same day the character still has the same morals. Mm, that's true. But that's then true. when he regenerates from Smith to Capaldi, he no longer fancies Clara. Mm. And uh, I feel like, did uh, the 10th Doctor flirt back at Jack? I feel I, I know remember. that in real life. I know in real life. Oh, yeah, in real life, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm getting that mixed up with how that character's acted. Yeah. So we both agree on that. We both think Jack's going to play a role, at least in the Christmas special. Yeah, I don't think he'll like become a like a main companion or no. anything. I think he'll kind of take off on his next adventure. Yeah, because that to I me feel was. Like he'll get- that yeah. was the highlight of the last series, that surprise cameo. Mm. Yeah. Because I think it was so unexpected that it was just a, okay, episode six, fun one with the Jadoon, let's see how this goes. All of a sudden, Captain Jack's back. And I was watching it with yeah. my... With my um, I, me and my mum always watched Doctor Who together. It's like uh, the only show we ever actually watched together. And she looked at me, she was like, that's, uh, that's, um, that's John Barrowman. Like where you could hear his voice. And I went, yeah. uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's probably not. And all of a sudden he's like, you yeah. missed me, right? And I was like, oh my God, I did not see that coming at all. No, that was, it was so crazy. It was yeah. so crazy. So I had friends at uni as well who were like, I was like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it last night? They were like, no. Nah. I was like, why? They were like, oh, I was at a club or something. And I'm like, not, when I say club, I mean social club. And I was like, I was like yeah. dude, go watch it now. You need to go watch it now. <laughs> No, I was watching it with a friend, and like afterwards, we were just both like, "What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, man. Yeah." So, what else have you got? What other predictions do you have, Harry? My um, next one um, is something that um, again, I think this is a safer one. Um, I think Chibnall's made some pretty explicit teasers of it. Uh, I think Graham's cancer is going to return. I don't even think he's going to make it to series thirteen. Oh, I think he's you out think at Christmas. Him and Ryan are out at Christmas, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's my next prediction, which is that 
Graham and Ryan leave and Yas stays. Yeah, I think it, I think There's it's a kind of semi-confirmed yeah. because I know that Tolson Cole has already got a gig doing an American series. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what it is, but that, that that would start production. You know, to to go to America and film a full like thirty episode series com- would take around I imagine around the same amount of time as it would to make a 12 episode Doctor Who series because they both take a large yeah. amount of time I know Doctor Who takes like 9 months to film um, mm. so I don't really know how those two so I think Ryan will go at Christmas and I imagine Graham would go with him as well yeah and I feel like they, the reason could be that um, Graham's cancer returns and he needs treatment and Ryan wants to look after his granddad yeah perhaps yeah I think they yeah. might sacrifice themselves Sacrifice like I think there's gonna so be I think I think they room. might die. Really? I think one of them might die or one of them's gonna die and one of them tries to save the other. Do you think so? I think Graham might be in danger and Ryan goes to save him and consequently kills himself. Or puts himself at danger. And then Gray and after and then after Ryan dies, Graham's like, I can't travel with you anymore, Doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Yaz stays yeah. on. I do think Yaz will stay on, which I think if Yaz stayed on for a third series, would that make her the longest serving New Who companion? It depends what you class as serving, because she hasn't really had to do much in the last two seasons she's been in. <laughs> well, I mean, just like in terms of like episodes as a yeah. companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, will I be, mean, yeah. obviously... Oh no, yeah, Amy. How long was Amy there for? Amy and Rory had um, they had three. two and a bit. Two and a half, no, yeah, you're only... right, yeah. Bernie in 7A and then Clara was in 7B then 8 and 9 so yeah. Clara nearly had three full series but not quite no you are right there yeah yeah because oh, yeah, series 10 um, was Bill yeah yeah there you are so what else do you have so yeah that, uh, my next prediction is kind of something that I think is again quite inevitable um, the syndicate is explained so you have to explain to me what the syndicate is because you did ask before. Yeah, um, before we start recording, I mentioned it. Um, but the um, syndicate in the episode of Timeless Child, um, there's a flashback to another other incarnation of a doctor, presumably one um, before Jody, which was erased from her mind, where the doctor seems to be part of something called the syndicate or working for something called the Syndicate, some kind of maybe seedy um, Time Lord organisation. Um, they're very vague on what it is, and I'm, I might be wrong in calling it the Syndicate, but I think it was called the Syndicate. I'm just Basically, to... I think, yeah, I think there's going to be some kind of, I feel like that's going to be the Series 13 equivalent of the Timeless Child. Yeah, kind of this thing that's prying on the doctor's mind and that she's trying to figure out. I can't find anything about the syndicate, but I know what you mean. It's probably caused something yeah. that someone Maybe will be able to correct us in the comments. Yeah, but no, I know what you mean. There's really definitely going to be um, strong timeless child stories brought into this series. I wonder, yeah, how much of it will be affected from fan backlash. And when I say fan that's... backlash, I mean. I think it's pretty one-sided that a lot of people aren't particularly happy with there being an unknown amount of pre-Hartnell Doctors. Okay. 
Um, well, before I go on to that, I'm just going to say, because that's moving on to my next prediction. Um, on, just staying on the subject of Syndicate for a second, uh, it's just a random thing I'm going to throw in. I think that the Valiard from Trial of Time Lord is going to somehow be involved with the Syndicate. I think yes. he's going to have something to do with the Syndicate. Um, I don't know what to what capacity. I just have an inkling that they'll try and kind of explain where he fits into the uh, chronology using that. Yeah. Um, but moving on to the timeless child, this is going to be this might be my riskiest prediction. I think the timeless child is going to stay canon. Well, can we? Do, do you? What are your thoughts on this? Are your thoughts? Are you all for this? The idea of there being doctors before Hartnell. Well, I feel like Doctor Who law. Um, has never been something set in stone. Mm. Obviously, in Morbius, we had the Morbius Doctors. Um, Moffat introduced the War Doctor, which kind of took the numerical thing and pulled that apart. Um, and now the Times Child, I feel like the Times Child is kind of the ultimate culmination of that. And just kind of, when I first saw it, it kind of, for me, I was like, all right, cool. That just opens up um, the floodgates to possibilities of stories yeah um i kind of understand the frustration at it um because mainly because of how it kind of interferes with more recent things such as um the 11th doctor getting lent regenerations by the time lord lords at the end of time of the doctor um but other than those, inter- but again, you know, there's so many interferences and contradictions within the Doctor Who timeline that I don't really mind that much. Yeah. Um, I think I it, slight- it's a difficult Sorry, one. Yeah. I sl- I'm slightly in the camp of uh, what I'm about to say doesn't affect my opinion on Jo Martin as the Doctor. I think she's fantastic. I properly welcome her as the character. But the idea of there being a current unknown amount of doctors before that kind of, I always, I always struggle to look at this stuff from an outside point of, a story mm. point of view and a practical point of view. I.e., in that episode we saw that guy who the the, the guy who's a police officer and he's ginger, um, who is an incarnation of the doctor, past incarnation of the doctor. Am I right in that? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen we've seen that person we've seen that person cast, but is that it? Is that the only time that actor is going to play the role? Are we what if we jump back in time? What I always struggle it from that point of view. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Chris Chibnall um, when he joined had a very clear kind of three year kind of story arc revolving the time of child the syndicate. Yeah. I don't think that he's going to change that because of his fan backlash. Do you think it could change in the future? I feel like future showrunners may very well either just sweep this under the rug or wreck on it because of the reaction. Yeah. I don't think Chibnall's going to do that. I think he's going to stick to his guns. Because I feel um, there's been a more I, diversive, yeah. been more of a backlash, a more diversive backlash of this than there actually was casting a female doctor in the first place. Yeah, I feel like from the, I feel like, you know, people who had a problem with the Doctor being a woman for whatever dumb reason, I feel like they 
aren't watching the show anymore, so they won't even know about the Timeless <laughs> Child thing. There you um, go. Yeah. It's kind of from those kind of core Doctor Who fans who, you know, will watch the show no matter what, that um, I think have really kind of been shaken by this. Um, have you ever left the I show? I feel like you one ever... way... Sorry, go on. I feel like I have one way which they could potentially spin it so as to kind of maintain... Because I feel like what I see being the thing most people have a problem with is the idea that it taints Hartnell's legacy as the first Doctor. Yeah, that's kind that of my, a, a little bit with me, but more it's more of the case of I yeah. sort of feel hard done by that. I, we've been invested for... Well, not me personally, but people have been investing in this for 57 years and we've, you know, people have kept track of it and followed it and been invested in this, and then suddenly go, oh, this is actually part two. There's actually a prequel to this. Well, I I feel like one way that they could spin it, so it's still okay, is that um, in the way that the War Doctor wasn't originally, like, considered a doctor, you know, um, Matt Smith was like, you didn't do it in the name of a doctor, and that was a, that was a terrible Matt Smith impression. Um, <laughs> But in that way that the other Doctors didn't regard the War Doctor as a Doctor, I feel like mm. they could potentially spin it so that um, while there have been incarnations before William Hartnell, it's only upon becoming William Hartnell that the Doctor became the Doctor that we know and respect today. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of see what you mean, yeah. Like, yeah, but then we also know that we've also seen in um, series three with the master. He talks about his time with the doctor. Uh, uh, one of them talk about their time at the Gallifrey Academy, and, and we see them looking into the vortex for the first time. And even then, he's calling himself the doctor. Yeah, I mean, the suggestion seems to be that um, after like so many regenerations, like you know, the usual. Um, 12 regenerations the doctor's mind is wiped and so they from the doctor's perspective that's whatever generation they go on to next is their first one yeah because one theory i always quite liked is that the timeless child is actually the master that is something that i think could potentially be done the idea that the master manipulated the matrix um and that he himself was the timeless child the whole time, or that the timeless child isn't a real thing at all. Yeah, I like um, the idea that he found out they, that he yeah. was the timeless child, was so horrified by it, didn't want to accept it, so just told the doctor that she was that timeless child instead. Perhaps, or possibly even the thing that the master made the whole thing up just to mess with the doctor because that's the type of thing the master would do. Yeah, um. I could see either of those potentially happening, but I feel like Tribunal is going to stick to his guns. Does it annoy you when we don't get master regenerations? I think the only one we've seen is um, Professor Yana to John Sim, Jack- Derek Jacobi to John Sim. We haven't seen John Sim to Michelle Gomez or Michelle Gomez to Sasha Dewar. Yeah, well, we don't even know kind of like the order that most of those masters come in either. I feel we know I kind of it like- was confirmed a couple of days ago that in the 2020 annual that Sasha is after Michelle. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't really mind it because I feel like the master kind of, unlike the doctor where we basically know everything about them, the master is much more kind of shrouded in this kind of veil of mystery and uncertainty. And I kind of prefer that. I'm kind of glad there's still kind of a level of mystery about that character and that when we see them, we're just kind of dipping into their story. Yeah, because I know Big Finish are about to do a big multi-doctor story. I'm just trying to get the photo up to show you. Um, if I can screen share this. Screen share that one. Share. Can you see this? Oh, masterful. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so we have John Sim, Derek Jacoby, Michelle Gomez, Eric Roberts from the TV movie, Mark Gatiss at the back there, um, oh yeah, Neil, he plays the version of a master, doesn't he? Neil's dad from the Inbetweeners. Um, is he a master? Yeah. Roger, obviously, some of these are clearly um, revoiced, like when actors are no longer here. Mm-hmm. But I know, like this, John um, Mark Gator's master is an alternative universe master, and okay. Um, I believe I keep calling him Neil's dad from the Inbetweeners. I can't remember his. Name. I'm looking at the list there, but I couldn't tell you which one he is. Um, he's a master. He's a version of the master who's fought against um, Paul McGann. Right. Let's see if I can find an image of them together somewhere. Um, I can't off the top of my head, but yeah. No. So uh, yeah, he's even look. Here we go. He's even gone against Colin Baker. All right. I must say, I find it interesting that. Um... In that masterful um, cover, they put John Sim at the front. Oh, really? How come? I don't know. I just, I just, I, I mean, I, I just kind of find it that kind of, in a way, gives him top billing. Kind of says like he is like the the master you know and love. <laughs> he's the iconic master, especially because I know that he's considered quite divisive across, like, some swathes of the fandom. Yeah, there's that thing, isn't there? That the master we see in Moffat's era, the version. The John Sims version, sorry. Yeah. Is, people seem to prefer that to the Russell T. Davis version. I mean, I, I prefer I know John Sim prefers it. Yeah. <laughs> is that just because he gets the beard? Maybe. Or maybe <laughs> kind of, I don't know. I, I can't get in John Sims' head. <laughs> so do, do you have any more predictions? I do. I think my last prediction is my biggest one. And it's a two-parter. And they both have question marks, but... This prediction is that at the end of series 13, uh, the Doctor regenerates. Ah, right. Yeah, this is um, this is one of my last predictions as well. And I, yeah, yeah. So you explain yours, and I'll explain. Um, I'll do my I mean, story. Obviously, we're used to um, the Doctor regenerating in New Who at Christmas specials. It's kind of you know as an event TV people tune in. Um, We've not seen a new Who Doctor um, regenerate at the end of a series since Christopher Eccleston. Mm. And I feel like to shake things up, Chibnall could potentially, um, you know, do it again and yeah. have the Doctor regenerate at the end of a series. I feel like it would kind of add, take away from kind of the predictability of it. Um, yeah. Although obviously people would know beforehand because they'd want people to tune in. Yes. Um, 
but I feel like it would just kind of feel very, very refreshing. And See, then sorry, kind of, uh, her regeneration, and then additionally, um, her regeneration would not just be kind of a regeneration story, but it would be the culmination of a series long arc. Mm. So I so feel you, like in that way it would be more satisfying. So you 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 think it's going to go? So trying to think, what what was Jodie's first series? Series eleven. Yeah. So you think it goes series eleven, Christmas special, series twelve, Christmas special, series thirteen. Yeah. Do you not think we're going to get a third special? Because we mentioned earlier that the possibility of Davros. Well, it's weird because the, the because the start of series twelve was a new was on New Year's, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was kind of a thing where that doubled up as a special. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my my idea of this is is that I've looked into this. I've tried to find as much out as I can, but obviously, stuff like that they tend to keep quite secretive. Series thirteen, according to some people, will be Jodie's last series. With others reporting that she's actually signed on for series fourteen and fifteen, but I believe some of those could be specials. So I think we're gonna get um, series thirteen, which is just a Doctor and Yaz. I think we'll get that. I don't know, I've got to get my notes up because it all gets very complicated with um, time and stuff like that. So I think we'll get Series 13, which will be released um, midway through 2021 or late mm-hmm. 2021, early 2022. 2023 is when we get the 60th, which I think Jody will regenerate around the 60th of that year's Christmas special. Oh, so she'll hang around for a bit longer. Because I'm working on the principle that we have a year on, a year off, a year on, a year off. So 2020 will be the year off. Sorry, 2020 we had a series. 2021 will be a year off. 2022 we will have a series. Right, interesting. That series will end on a cliffhanger that will then maybe take us into the 60th, a year of specials like they did with Tenant. Yeah. And then we'll have a regeneration at the end of that. So I feel we've spoken about it a little bit in person. I think it would be strange to introduce a new incarnation and then have them front the anniversary special. Because I feel the anniversary special is watched by so many people anyway. Here's my twist. Okay. I think that she will regenerate into Joe Martin. Yes, no, I think think that, yeah. I this is this is the thing I was holding back in a um of a record we did way back when. I think that Joe Martin is the fourteenth Doctor. Same. I, I okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel like you know then when she comes to the sixtieth, we've already kind of had a soft introduction to her. Yeah, I suppose that works. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's just something that. It's something I always thought would be cool introducing a Doctor before into the show before they, the current Doctor turns into them. The closest thing we've had up to this point is Capaldi having that one line in Day of the Doctor. Yeah, um, I agree. So but, it's yeah. obviously common for these anniversary specials to bring back previous incarnations of the Doctor. I feel if Jodie was still the Doctor, you would there would be a very, very strong possibility for David and Matt to appear um, or possibly Peter as well. Less so if Chris, maybe that's warming with him returning to Big Finish. Do you think that would then take the shine away from Je- 
I feel it would then be strange to then have a 60 affronted by Joe Martin and then have Jody back less than a year later. But then it would also be strange that, not to have her back and have Peter, Matt, and David. Yeah. So if we're going into predicting the 60th, um, I'm well, seeing it a little bit because I'd, like Mar- I'd like to yeah. do a video where we yeah. properly predict it. But. but I'm seeing by my guns that Joe Martin will be the 14th Doctor, which yeah. I would be ecstatic about because she's great. Yeah. Um, I feel. Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I feel like Jodie would have a minimal role within it. If she was I feel a like she would supporting have, doctor. Yeah, in, yeah, I feel like she would be a supporting... I feel like she'd have a kind of cameo in the same way that Joe Martin is currently having cameos yeah. in the show. Um, and then... Um, I feel that Matt Smith would definitely come back. Oh yeah. Um, Capaldi, if he's if Capaldi's approached, he'll definitely come back because Capaldi like loves the show. I feel like Matt Smith is the most likely one that they'll approach <laughs> first. Yeah. Um, just because Matt Smith hasn't returned yet, and he's one of the most popular um, incarnations. That's a dynamic um, I think would re- work really well as well as those two together. Joe Martin and Matt Smith. Sorry, no, Jody and Matt. Here's a bit. Jody and Matt, I feel, are very similar. Um, I see. I feel Ted so and Jody are really similar. Do you? I feel, yeah. Do you do you think Jody's kind of in between Ted and Matt? I think she's very ten, very very ten. Mm. Mm. Oh, I feel like that makes sense because Chibnall, obviously, part of what he's doing, wants to evoke the RTD era. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think what they could do from the 60th because they don't really want the 60th just to be a uh, 50th light. They don't want it to just be um, trying to recapture what the 50th did because yeah. I don't think they'll ever have that same impact. Yeah. So I feel like they need I've to got, do I've got some story different. ideas that I think I've told you briefly before. I won't say it now because I'd, yeah. I'd like to save it, but... Um... Yeah. I feel like I mean, potentially, potentially, instead of bringing back, trying to bring back a lot of doctors, they could go at it from a different angle and have it be kind of a celebration of maybe the companions and bring back, say, um, Captain Jack again, bring back Alex Kingston as River Song, maybe get as many companions as they can to come back. That would be an interesting angle and another cool way to kind of celebrate the uh, legacy of the show. Um, without directly competing, but I'd obviously like to see Susan Foreman come back, the Doctor's first companion, still played by. Oh Cameron yeah, because she still is. That would be really cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. Because and... his last words to his granddaughter was, "One day I'll come back," and he, he, she, still hasn't come back. I mean, I know kind of Paul McGann has um, done stories of her, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like on screen, it's something that I feel a lot of people would like to see. No, that would be very cool. That would be very cool. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm just thinking of just like there's a lot of um, people who've kind of got on to like bigger and um, like better things, you know, well, not not necessarily better depending on who you ask, but definitely bigger things since Doctor Who. Um, so, especially companions, like um, obviously, was 
did Arthur Darville, did he appear in like a CW show or yeah, something? Yeah, he went on to Legends of Tomorrow where he played Rip Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so um, John Billy Piper's... Do... Oh, yeah, of course. He was into Arrow. Um, yeah. Billy Piper is obviously doing... Um, is it called I Hate Susie right now? Yeah, have you seen it? I haven't managed to catch an episode of it yet. I watched a couple of episodes uh, before I came to uni, and she's she's really good in it. She's really yeah. good in it. Yeah. Um, obviously, Karen Gillan is huge now. <laughs> yeah. Karen, like, for, if you think of like all the um, actors who've been on New Who, the most successful one since being on the show is Karen Gillan. Yeah, she's in the MCU now. Well, yeah, yeah, she's like, like doing the Jumanji films. She's in the MCU, which is like yeah. the biggest franchise in the world right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of crazy to think. Yeah. It'll be fun to see. We'll be fun to see. I'd also like to talk about the possibility of, well, I'll tease it now. I don't know when we're going to do it, so I don't have it lined up, but the possibility of recasting classic Doctors. Okay. But we can talk yeah, about because that. obviously, obviously sure. we've we'll had say David nothing. Bradley. Yeah, we would love David Bradley, oh, but we'll say no more. We'll wait. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll wrap this one I up. Mean, we'll wrap this one up. Unless yeah. you've got something to say. Um, I was just going to say that I love David Bradley. Um, no, not just in Doctor Who, like everything he does. He does so much. I don't know how he manages to do it, but I love him for it. Especially in The World's End. Oh, he's so funny in The World's End. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. Oh, I, oh, I he love him. He well. He plays the that. farmer, doesn't he? Yeah, he was, and um, he's in this Diane Mor- an episode of this Diane Morgan comedy. Um, oh, what was it called? Mandy. He was great in that. Um, obviously, he's in um, the Harry Potter films. As, oh, Afterlife uh, as well, the Ricky Gervais series. Afterlife. Oh, he's so good. After. Sorry, this is just. I love. I love David Bradley. I love David yeah. Bradley. I got to. I got to meet David Bradley a few years back at um, a convention, oh, and of he was. He, did. he was so nice. He like the cute. Like you get a ticket, right? Uh, for those who haven't been to conventions, you go up to like the person you go, I'd like to see David Bradley. They give you a ticket with a number on. Say, like, if your number's 12, you have a pretty good chance at seeing that person throughout the day because your number's 12. You okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No. Um, I'll, I'll cut this someone, out. <laughs> in a, someone in an apartment opposite me just waved, so I waved back. I have no idea who it is. <laughs> um, what was I saying? So yeah, you get your ticket, and it says like number twelve on it. You've got a pretty good chance of seeing that person that day. You're going to be the twelfth person to see them. I remember getting a ticket for David Bradley. It was like eight, like it was pretty early on. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to see David Bradley. That's cool. Getting to sign this and this and cool, cool, cool. And then like, I was like, three hours later, they were like on like number six, and I was like, why is it taking so long? But when you meet him, he'll just talk to you for as long as you like. Oh, like I saw him with a friend and like lovely. he was like, oh I think my it was like I don't know if his daughter or his granddaughter. He was like, oh they went to a university near there or they, they go to that university and oh. just like chatting for ages. I got a really sweet photo with him as well. So yeah he's really mm. cool. But yeah we'll wrap this one up. I mean so, Kev, we oh, should go, actually go we should on. actually do we should do a podcast episode just one day talking about just your kind of experiences in Doctor Who fandom, going to cons, being actors, your poster. Like, yeah. that'd be a great subject. Would I talk about the, uh, the, the that one subject that I don't want to mention, but I think you know about? Your, your quote-unquote nemesis. Yeah, my beef. That one. Um... <laughs> we'll leave it, we'll leave it. I, I, would hate, I would hate to badmouth someone and then... 
Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, gym. maybe. Yeah. Like, because, you know, we're starting to, like, inter- get people on. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait until that person publicly does something horrible, and then I can start talking about it. <laughs> I feel like they're not going to. I feel I'll like wait you're till the only person then. who has... You're the only person who has beef with this person. Well, okay? me and the person. Like, there's two. All... There's me, me and my friend Josh are the only person who have beef with this person from Doctor Who. Everyone Quite a major role in Doctor Who as well. Everybody else says how lovely this person is. Every time I see this person, this person is just a huge dick. But I'm the only person who can be able to see this. Uh, if you. <laughs> Maybe it's like an. A doppelganger. I don't know. But this person <laughs> it, it, then it, it does really to... lovely work outside the show. They're a great supporter of other stuff as well. I, I won't say anymore, but yeah, so maybe I won't talk yeah, about Yeah, it, like, it perplexes you... me. <laughs> it perplexes me. But no, yeah, we should definitely do a video about conventions and stuff, because that'd be fun to talk about. Yeah. Cool, so... It's like your experience as a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, I'll say goodbye. Now, Harry, you can say goodbye. Bye-bye. Don't forget to click below and subscribe to the official Bigger on the Inside podcast.